Well, hello everyone. I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing? Let's wrap this week up. It's conference championship week. I'm pretty psyched for Sunday. Um, some Steelers stuff. Gerard Johnson is meeting with the Steelers today, Friday. I like it. I mean, he is a bright young, he's a Texans quarterback coach. There's a lot of talk that their offensive coordinator in Houston, they had a dynamite year. Stroud was off the charts. Could be in the, well, he definitely is in some head, co- head coaching circles, you know, et cetera. And, but this team's getting attacked. They're getting pillaged. I mean, Houston's doing things the right way. Stroud was unbelievable this season. Now, that worries me a little. I mean, maybe Stroud's just a special player and Slowick and especially Johnson are riding his coattails, but that's not usually how it works within buildings. And Johnson is widely considered a bright, young offensive mind. So he's a former quarterback at AM, had a real short stint with the Steelers, not a successful NFL career, but that's what coaches do. So more than just even him, it's... Well, it's also noteworthy, I think, that Raheem Morris got the Atlanta job since we talked last, and maybe he takes Zach Robinson with his Rams ties with him. So, who knows if Robinson's even in the mix for the Steelers at this point. We shall see. But anyway, um, what I like most about this offensive coordinator process so far is they're looking well outside the organization. You know, from offenses that are designed much differently much better than what the Steelers have thrown out there schematically the last couple of years. So it makes me think they've seen the error in their ways. They've played against these difficult offenses. Let's be one of them that's more quarterback friendly, et cetera, et cetera. So I think they're doing things the right way with this process, and that's encouraging. Doesn't mean they'll settle on somebody I love or whoever. You know, We'll see what the final answer is. But so far, the process, I think, has been done extremely well couple other things. This is just a random note, but just read it this morning. You know, Pro Football Focus put out the most improved player for every team. And the Steelers actually doesn't surprise me because I've been singing his praises all year is Armand Watts. It was the Steelers. He had, I guess he had a grade in 2022 for them of 49.2, went all the way up to a 76.2. He's a free agent to be, and him and Adams, to me, are valuable. I'd love to bring Watts back, Adams as well. And this is what they say about him. I mean, defensive lineman Armand Watts joined the Steelers after playing in Chicago in 2022, and he earned a career-high run defense grade. Watts could very well earn more playing time in 2024. Well, they don't mention that he's not under contract, but he could somewhere, I suppose. Um I don't know. I would like to bring him back. I, I didn't realize those numbers to that degree for their grades, whatever. But good stuff. I think he's a valuable piece. And if you do it right in free agency, I think you can really attack defensive tackle in the draft a year from now, not this upcoming one, because this class is also really bad. But folks, with the NFL playoffs here and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today and get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, all one word, all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where 
the game starts. So only three more football games left, two conference, you know, championships and a Super Bowl. So I'm going to kind of ignore the Steelers for the second half of this podcast and talk about those two games, probably recap them a little bit on Monday and mix in some Steelers news. There might be some coordinator stuff. There's still a lot of end of season stats I want to go over with you guys and discuss and break down. And I'll be writing another article probably Sunday or Monday. So lots going on. Let's start in the NFC, though. Lions defense worries me. They shut down the run really well, but they're counting on Cam Sutton to be their number one corner. And that's just not what he is. And their corners in general are very lackluster. So if Debo Samuel plays in this game, I think that presents massive problems for them. But even without, they're loaded with weapons. But Purdy scares me. He really does. I mean, it sounds like weather should be okay which is now a big factor with him. Um, McCaffrey's going to cause problems against their linebackers. I mean, I think the Niners will get their points. I also think that the Lions should be able to keep up reasonably well. I mean, I know you can attack the run game, attack on the ground against the Niners D, but over the middle is really difficult. And that's where Amon Ross St. Brown and especially Laporta do their best work. But I can see Jameer Gibbs getting to the edge quite a bit in the run game. I don't know who I give the quarterback advantage to. Probably Goff, but slightly. He's different on the road than he is at home. But I think their O-line is a great equalizer in Detroit. Purdy's my big concern, as is Samuel's health. But I like the Niners to win that game by about a touchdown or so. Now, the AFC is more interesting because you get Lamar versus Mahomes. I mean, it's like, it's like Mahomes versus Allen. It's about as good as it can get in today's NFL. And that being said, and I think those two will be superstars, the two defenses are the best two units on the field, and I think they're the two best defenses in football right now, to be honest with you. Baltimore's probably the best. The Chiefs are number two. So can a Superman-like quarterback overcome – great defenses. My big worry for the Chiefs, actually, I have tons of worries for the Chiefs, especially when they have the ball, except for they have Mahomes. I mean, we can say that 4,000 times in a row, except they have Mahomes, except they have Mahomes. But Kelsey, nobody's better in the middle of the field than Roquan, Queen, Hamilton. I don't think Kelsey does much in this game. So who's left? I mean, okay, Rasheed Rice might have do some damage. But the Valdez-Scantlings of the world and the Hardmans, I don't see it. I do think Kansas City will run the ball reasonably well, but their best offensive lineman, Thune, is probably not going to play in this game. So Mahomes is going to have to be remarkable. And he probably won't make the big mistake. I mean, that's one of the things that separates him against the other stud quarterbacks in crunch time is he, his heartbeat never seems to progress. But I think it's Lamar's time. And Andrew's coming back. Really good set of weapons. Lamar's handled the blitz incredibly well, and that's a big chief thing. I don't know how much they'll blitz, though, after the Texans blitzed Lamar like crazy and he destroyed them in the second half. I think they'll do enough on the ground, mostly with Lamar's legs. Both these defenses, though, are massive challenges. Um, I hate, hate, hate betting against Mahomes in the playoffs. I mean, this is remarkable, but I mean, 
he's gone to the AFC Championship game every year he's been the starter. So when they lose the AFC Championship game, that's a crap-ass year for Mahomes. I mean, that's remarkable. So, <laughs> I mean, it just shows the, the, the level that they're at right now. But I think Baltimore is clearly the better team and is more well-rounded, better on special teams. Give me the Ravens to win this one by maybe a touchdown. Not quite. All right, guys, take care.